Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with her husband and children so she can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to boost your mood. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. That would be a great way to start boosting your mood. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now, let's dive in and talk about how to boost your mood. So it's December in Chicago, and we get a lot of cloudy and gray skies and cold weather, and things are busy, right? There are other stressors going on. Christmas is coming. We're buying presents. We're planning family get-togethers. We're maybe feeling stressed from all the money we're spending on the gifts, Our jobs might be stressing us out because we're trying to get end of the year things done or we're trying to get more done in less time because we'll be taking time off, all of the things. And sometimes even like those family situations and dynamics with holidays coming up, I know create a lot of stress for us. Just knowing that we'll be getting the family together can be a lot for people. And so there's a lot going on and some of us are bound to feel down from time to time. And there's different levels of feeling down. And, you know, sometimes it's just a little down and sometimes it's a lot down. There's really value in slowing down to recognize what's going on for us. And so we do need to visit that and see what's going on for us. But we don't want to stay there forever. And so we need to know how to get ourselves out of the dumps. And so what I want to do with you today is share with you one group of ways that you can get your mood elevated quickly if you're just a little bit down. And then I'm going to share a way that will help you get out of a bad mood that takes a little bit more time, maybe a few minutes, but it is more transformative and deep and would be really good for those times that um, it's maybe a little bit of a lower feeling that you're feeling. And so having said that, let's get started first with those ways that we might quickly pull ourselves out of feeling down. And so super simple things here, you guys. Like, gosh, if you just notice you're feeling down, try turning on some music. And if you're brave, get up and dance or sing. Like moving our body will help us get some endorphins going and feel good. Um, and singing is also a great way. I don't know about you. I, you know, I love singing in the car when I'm alone, when no one's around. So like that is a great way to boost your mood. Put something on that you love and just belt it out where no one else can hear you. Unless, of course, you have a beautiful voice and then you should sing for everyone to hear you. It's reminding me of Buddy the Elf, right? We're supposed to be singing. I'll spare you of, of my version of repeating what he says. <laughs> so that's the first idea I had for you. The second idea is to go for a walk, right? Just get out of your house or maybe if you're in an office, get outside. Even if it's cold, bundle up, get some fresh air, walk. It helps you clear your head. It helps you slow down and hear God. You can pray while you're doing that. 
just breathe and walk and maybe take some time to look around and just be in awe of this beautiful world that we live in. Even if it's winter, there's still beauty there. So that's the second idea. Go for a walk. Third idea, call a friend or a family member. This is a great way to boost a mood. Call someone that it could be someone that you don't talk to very often and it might be a nice little surprise chat or even calling someone that you talk to um, often and just letting them know, hey, I'm kind of down right now. Like, Can we just chat and talk and I'll bet you any money you will feel better when you hang up that phone. Another idea is to light a candle. This is a great one, especially in the northern part of the world where we are dark by 4 o'clock or 4.30. Lighting candles can really help boost our mood with um, just the light, of course, you know, bringing in the light. And also, I feel like the scents in some of the candles really make me feel really good. I tend to like the ones that smell like food. And, you know, while we're talking about that, I have a friend, her name is Talise Hampton, and she makes homemade candles, soy candles, so they're um, safe for you. And um, I'm going to put a link to her website in my show notes for you because I think um, she's a small business. It'd be great to um, to patronize her and a candle. We could all use a candle and hers are wonderful. I highly recommend them. Another idea sort of along those lines is putting some essential oils in the diffuser. Just getting some, you know, nice smells going in the air with your diffuser can also work. Puts a little humidity in the air (laughs) when we're up here in the north and it's so cold and dry. There's actually one from Young Living that I love. It's called Joy, and it totally brings me joy. I love that one. I'm not meaning to only endorse one, um, one level of the oils there, but that's one of the ones that I really love. And so another um, idea for boosting your mood is to snuggle with your pet. You know, it is scientifically proven that animals help us feel better. And there's that's a reason why they bring pets into re- um, retirement homes for the elderly to visit with. It's just really good for us and helps boost our mood. Another idea is, this one's tried and true, also scientifically proven, do a random act of kindness for someone. What you just you could just think to yourself, what could I do today for someone else that would be a surprise and super nice? It could be buying a little gift for someone or you know, a cup of coffee or um, just doing something nice for someone. It could even be your husband or your children going out of your way, doing something that you might not normally do to help them out feels really good. And another idea is to go do something different than what you're doing. So if whatever you're doing right now, if you're sitting at your desk working and this is not working for you and you are feeling crabby, or even if you are doing the dishes or the laundry and you are feeling crabby, take five, take a break, go do something else. Even if it's something else that's still productive, that would be that would be fine, but doesn't have to be. It could be just something fun. Like give yourself permission to take a break. You know, check in with yourself. Am I happy right now? No, I'm not. Maybe let me try doing something else. And the next idea I'm going to share with you, you all know this is coming from me, and it's take a nap. (laughs) I love my naps. Naps solve lots of problems. Just helps give you a little break. And here's, you know, what I would share with you about that is recently I was really feeling stressed about something. And so I laid down for a few minutes and I just 
I asked God, like, can you please like work this out for me? Like giving this to him, I'm going to take a little nap and rest and I'm going to trust you with this, God. And when I was only there for 10 minutes, you guys, but when I got up from that, it was like I had an idea of what to do to solve the problem and lo and behold, it worked and it was amazing. And so that changed my mood right there. And then a final tip, we cannot go on without talking about this, but find some chocolate. (laughs) There's no joke. And I know it's superficial. It's kind of like a Band-Aid, but hey, it's good. And it just might improve your mood. For me, just in case y'all want to know, my favorite chocolate is peanut M&M's. Okay, so I could go on with other ideas there, but I think you get the point. These are little quick things that you can do to boost your mood. And they're really great if your mood is not like, too low, right? It's just something that is just maybe bothering you in the moment, but they would help you if your mood was really low. But what I really want to take to you next is what if like you're in a situation where you're having like a difficult season or like a low season, right? This mood has been around for more than a few minutes or even a few hours. Like you're really going through something difficult. I'd like to share a more transformative process with you. Something that I guess I kind of think of those other things could be maybe more like a Band-Aid, right? Like sometimes we just put a Band-Aid on something. But if we really want to solve a problem, we want to go deep. And that's what we're going to do next with this little process that I'm going to teach you. And I don't want you to worry. It's easy. Like you could probably do it in five minutes. You could do it anywhere. It's not um, terribly difficult. So the key to what I'm going to teach you now is in understanding that our thoughts that we think in our brain create the feelings that we have, the emotions that we have. So if you're feeling sad, that means you're thinking a thought that is causing you to feel sad. And so when we notice that feeling of sad, then this tool is to grab a pen and a journal and write down your thoughts. Ask yourself, when you notice, okay, I'm feeling sad, Ask yourself, what am I thinking right now? What is on my mind right now? What is making me feel sad? And I am asking you to stop and sit down with pen and paper. You might be able to do this without pen and paper once you practice it enough. And I know that that you might feel like I'm asking a lot of you. You're probably in the middle of cooking dinner or something and realize that you're feeling sad. But truly, if you can stop and do this, you can make yourself feel better so fast. And so I want you to write down every thought that's coming to your mind, even if it's like a random thought that pops in your mind, like, oh, I need to remember to do this. Still write that down. Just be searching your mind for what in the world is making me feel sad and write down everything. I want you to think of this as if you were turning your purse upside down and dumping everything out of it, right? We're just going to turn that little brain of ours upside down and we're going to shake all of the thoughts out so that we can take a look at it. And when we look at it, that's going to give us a lot of information, a lot of awareness about all of the thoughts that are going on in our head. And so then, looking at those thoughts, I want you to pick out the thought you think is bothering you the most. Which one is bothering you the most out of all of the thoughts? And then we're going to get curious about this thought. I want you to ask yourself, why am I thinking this? Is this true? Like, prove it in a court of law true, right? And what can I learn from this thought? Is there something here for me to learn? And then finally, 
one of my favorite questions to ask myself is, is this thought serving me? Because here's what I want you to know. Most of the time, that negative thought is not serving you, or at least not in the way that you are engaging it and letting it go around and around. Once you decide, okay, nope, that's not serving me, then you can ask yourself, what can I think about this that would serve me? And that allows you to flip your focus and think about something more positive and productive and helpful. And so I thought I would share a quick personal story to illustrate this with you, something that happened to me. I was just telling the story to a client the other day, and so that's why it's on my mind. And so this is a time where my mood was sucked right out of me and I needed to get out of it. And so here's the story. Many of you know that I do a bit of public speaking to mom's groups about motherhood and marriage. And a lot of times at the end, I give a survey so that the attendees can give me a rating and like just it kind of gives me a feeling if my message is landing with them. And so most of the time, all the responses come back positive. But there are occasional times that there is someone who gives me a lower rating or even says something that hurts me and that tanks my mood. And so this one particular time, a mom wrote on her form something that said that I offended her with something that I said. I'm not going to go into details here with you because it'll take too long, but her comment really hurt me. And I went home from that speaking engagement feeling like a failure. You guys, I had like 99 positive reviews, one negative review. I helped 99 women, but something I said offended one. And my brain can't let go of that. My brain was telling me that I am a total failure. And so I beat myself up and I ruminate about it in my mind and I got a headache and a stomach ache over it. I just felt sick. My mood was terrible. It was like low energy. It was just like all of the wind had been sucked right out of me. And when this happens to us, it pulls us out of the present moment of our life that we are living. You could be making dinner for your family or even talking with a child, trying to get your work done, whatever it is, but we're not really there. Our brain is somewhere else in a terrible mood and that is sucking the life right out of us. And we want to, we can choose to stay there. Like it's totally your choice. I'm not telling you, you have to always get out of a bad mood. Sometimes we might just choose to stay there. But if you want to get out of it, let's apply those questions that I taught you earlier. You want to ask yourself those questions and I'm going to run through my answers from my situation with you to show you how it works. And so the first question is, why am I thinking this? And the answer in this case was because I care about my job and helping people and I want to be good at what I do. And the next question is, is what she said true? Right? Is it true? What she said is true. I did say the words, but I know that my intent was pure and not to offend. Like I know the truth that, that my heart was pure. The next question is, what can I learn from this? I learned something really cool from this. I learned that I can describe how I am feeling when I'm giving a talk. I can describe how I'm feeling without putting a label on it. And that way, everyone who hears me will relate to what I'm saying and not be offended. 
And so that was kind of the gist. Like what I said, the words I said put a label on how I was feeling instead of just describing how I was feeling. And so that was a really great learning. And actually, I shared it with other speakers in my group. I have a speakers group. (laughs) All right. So the next question is, is this thought serving me? And so it did serve me for a moment to give me the teaching, but then it doesn't serve me anymore to continue to ruminate on the negativity, right? I got the learning out of it, and now I want to move on. And so the last question is, what can I think about this that would serve me? Well, I decided that I could be grateful for the lesson, truly grateful, and remember that I helped 99 people. Like 99 people were not offended. And that's great. And the next time I give that talk, I can make that little tiny tweak with my words so that I connect with more people instead of offending them or separating us. Very cool. Like, do you see like how much better that feels when we can take the time to just examine a situation and get a much more clear answer? Totally changed my mood. So this was a career example, but you can use this with any example. If you've got situations going on with family or friends or your career or your finances or your health, like anything that's dragging you down and sucking the life out of you, you can use this tool. And I would like to point out before I wrap this up that this falls under the guidelines of taking our thoughts captive from 2 Corinthians 10.5, which says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This is so important. I don't believe that God wants us just ruminating and beating ourselves up about things. But if we can take our thoughts to God and look at it the way that he might have us look at it, learn a lesson, and move on and keep on going, right? So I hope this helps you. And I know that it's easier said than done, for sure. Sometimes it really helps to have that outside person take a look at it and help you see your blind spots. And so if you would like to see what it would be like to work with a coach, to have a coach help you with these things, reach out to me. We can hop on the phone for a complimentary consultation where we're going to talk about what is going wrong in your marriage, or your finances, or your health, or career, whatever the issue is. And we'll talk about how you want it to be, and then we'll come up with an action plan to get you there. So thank you so much for listening in, and please let me know if you have any specific questions. One last thing before we go, I am a part of a retreat for 2022. It's called Renew. We have 10 amazing speakers who are going to be uplifting you and helping you grow into the new year of 2022. It's a free Christian women's retreat. I'm going to put the link to sign up for that in the show notes so that you can join us there. And I hope you will have an awesome day. Thank you so much.